0: I'm Stargate Pioneer. I'm Haley. And I'm Lauren from Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. A podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now.
1: The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two,
0: one.
2: You, you always look like you're in black and white. It always looks like garbage. You are garbage.
0: You know, I thought I found, I thought I actually found my webcam when I was cleaning the house. I didn't. I found nothing. There's nothing that's been found.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know what you found? You found, you looked like a ghost at all times. That's what you look like. This is actually the pallor
0: of my skin. I have a skin condition. So thank you for bringing that up. That's very nice. Wow. It's nice for everybody. For reminding me for reminding me of my crippling allergy to the sun. Thank you. Yeah. I'm allergic. I'm soul sensitive. Solar uh-huh. sensitive.
2: Yes. Are you so caliber? Cause that's where Mitsurugi is from. He's behind me. Episode one hundred. We're not live. It's one hundred and three, and we're well, not live. Well, it is episode one hundred three, and we are live. Jonathan, Martin, my <laughs> co host Sorry, what? Are we live? Yes, literally. That's Meredith. Is that not what I just said?
0: Sorry, I was checking in to Twitter. Have you heard? Have you heard of Where this? So no. Twitter is a service that is run by. Well. It's, so it's, well, it's run by Twitter
2: I thought you were going to say Google but no continue. Twitter
0: is a service that is run by Twitter it is it is in a it is an eponymous product uh, and links horse and uh, you can tweet on it like a bird does you know how tweet you know how birds when they tweet they're short like it's a short tweet so you can you can do uh-huh. that on the internet with Twitter by Twitter mm-hmm. so I was checking sorry, into what? Twitter you don't... You yeah, no, I, I checked in. I gained experience points. You
2: cannot check no, in No, I gained Twitter experience that.
0: points on Twitter.
2: You don't... That's not the right app. Oh, God. Oh, no, God. No, it said
0: I earned a, a Twitter badge. It said... I, no. No, it said I earned a badge no, on
2: Twitter. You can look at it right now. I earned a badge. There are no Twitter badges. I, well, somebody gave me a badge. Meredith, did you give John a badge? Yeah.
0: There, there was my... That was where my badge came from.
2: Well... I hate both of you. How's that? Hey, we've got a guest, uh, and
0: you should introduce them. Like, don't be such an ass.
2: Hey, Yeah, Hey, them I, is...
1: Like, pl- I don't even know if this is happening.
2: Um, alright. First of all, them is plural. What you meant to say is I should introduce her. Second of all, I have to get my notepad out because you're f***ing swearing on my podcast, which I now have to bleep I, out. I was using the royal
0: up. them. Is yeah, that what you were like, doing? It's like the, what they use in royal tea. They use it in royalty uh-huh.
2: in Europe. Uh-huh. I did not I was not aware that Meredith was royalty, but uh thank you for joining us, Your Majesty.
1: I am definitely royalty.
2: Your Highness?
1: Sure. Khaleesi Great.
2: Great. This is Khaleesi. Uh, this is Meredith Targaryen, expert on dragons. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: She joins us to talk about dragons and perhaps the age of dragons. Or perhaps
0: the, the... The Dragon Age. Yes. Uh, Tar- so I thought there were only three Targaryens left. I thought that was it. I thought like, th- there's like three. There's three. Like, how does y- that work? You're gonna die. I'm sorry, but you, you're probably
2: gonna die. I mean, I'm
1: okay with yeah. it, as long as I'm not, you know, Hodor. I'm okay.
2: Hodor. <laughs> Are we gonna see DJ Hodor? I think he's coming to Chicago. Yes,
1: I thought you were getting us tickets.
2: Okay, I'll get us tickets to DJ Hodor. Um, Meredith is a person I've known for some time. John has known her for three minutes because he is terrible at podcasting. And we're already better
1: friends, John and I, than we, we could are. Have known,
2: we could have okay. known each other for a lot longer had you introduced us sooner. Okay, well, you know, if you didn't live north of the wall... Then, mayhaps, I would have done that. So,
0: Meredith is on the show because she is a. She She plays video games. And uh, so, I want to get the question that is on all of our minds off the table first, then, Meredith. Um, how does it feel to be the only female ever that plays video games?
1: <laughs> In the entire world. In the world. entire um, world. It feels good. You know, when I go to conventions, it's a little bit lonely and overwhelming on Tinder. But I think. Um, <laughs> What? being the only person who plays video games is a huge honor
0: yeah well i mean it's um, it's impressive that we in fact booked you for this podcast uh right yes being the only woman that does play video games also women shouldn't play video games <laughs> <laughs> that's true It's that's a strong true.
1: stance um
0: hmm. so anyway you played a video game and it's one that
2: neither Cody or I will probably ever play. So it's actually... She plays many video games, and to be fair, she lent me one of the games in this series. <laughs> I just didn't ever play Ever. It. And also, for the record, I didn't know you were a girl. So this is kind of a shock, because that makes you the only girl I've ever talked to. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure really how to process that. But uh, anyway, John, continue with your line of uh, intense interrogation questioning. Oh, I'm done. I said On I, I said my
0: piece. What I was saying was, you played a game that you know, neither Cody and I will probably ever have played this game. I certainly...
1: Three games. Three games, my friend. That's, there are three installments of Dragon there Age. There are, and I
0: have actually played the first two. I just don't ever see myself being able to have set aside the time to play Inquisition. So, mm-hmm. that is why I say Cody and I will probably never play it. Cody will probably never play a Dragon Age game. He'll probably only ever play Hyrule Warriors ever Correct. ever again so
1: that's true but
0: uh, you know I played the I played the the first two dragon Ages I really enjoyed the first one I was a little less hot on the second one uh, but I've heard some good things about Inquisition so uh, first off you played Dragon Age Inquisition have you played it through like to completion
1: I am one quest away from the final quest or er, I am at the final quest but I am doing all of the side quests right now.
0: Is because there an Inquisition?
1: I have an Inquisition, yes, and I am the Inquisitor, apparently.
0: Okay, that's fair. That makes sense within the context of the game's name, then. That's a good thing. Correct. Okay. So yes. tell, tell us about this game.
1: Um, it's very similar to the first Dragon Age, which makes it... Um, Cody, I don't know what you're doing. Which makes it... Um, I'm going to turn my screen off of him. There we go. That's much better. Um,
2: Princess Zelda is now mounted to my microphone.
1: Whatever that means. Uh, It's the only
2: mounting any women are going to be doing in this apartment (laughs) anytime soon. Oh,
1: Lord. Um, Anyways, it is like the first one where you choose your character, male or female. Um, Unfortunately, no gender-neutral category. Very disappointing. And then um, you choose your race, human, elf, or Kunari. And then you choose if you are a warrior, a mage, um, or a rogue. And um, I usually go with female warrior um, just because I like sword play and then equipping myself with like three mages. And the game starts off, like I said, very similar to the first one.
0: Okay. So it's like, it's, it is like the first Dragon Age. So, so listener that. the... The Dragon Age games, the, the very first in Dragon Age Origins came out, I want to say in, like, 2007, something like that. 2007, mm-hmm. 2008. Um, and it was a return to form for Bioware of being this turn-based role-playing game, uh, much akin to, like, Knights of Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. They're, like, probably the game that really put them on the map in terms of, of being, like, a legit video game developer. And... Um, and Dragon Age Origins was that, again, set in a, in a fantasy setting, right? Like, Dungeons & Dragons style, lots lots yeah. of exploration. And, and Bioware kind of coined this system of um, dialogue. Like, it was kind of like... They were kind of like the, the real pioneers of this. These in-depth dialogue trees. And if you ever played Knights of the Old Republic, which was a very, very old Bioware role-playing game, like, one of the... The coolest things about it was that, like, you really felt like you had some agency over the story as the player because of the conversations that you had with people. Like, there were many branching dialogue trees that would allow you to, like, recruit certain characters and maybe not recruit other characters, go mm-hmm. go to different areas and maybe not go to other areas. So it's kind of something that Bioware has been honing over the course of however many games they've made since then. Um Dragon Age 2, so Dragon Age 1 was this, like, turn-based strategy game. And then Dragon Age 2 came along, and it was kind of this weird... It was kind of like an action game, almost.
1: It's the worst video game I've ever played in my life.
0: Yeah, and so that's probably hyperbole. Um, but it wasn't very
2: good. I agree with you. I, well, she said it's the worst game she's ever played in her life. So for all we know, that's completely true. That could Yeah, that, yeah that could mean, be because
1: obviously every Pokemon is awesome, so... That's about my roster.
2: Okay, right on. So oh, I yes. guess
1: Survivors I guess I can't
0: disagree up. with you then. Um, right. So uh, Dragon Age Two was this weird. I, I mean, they had like the same dialogue system and everything in there, but they didn't. The, just like the combat felt really like shallow, and the game felt rushed, and it was just
1: there was just no development. I think that's what was frustrating. You just went into every quest, and it was like, oh. For absolutely no reason, I'm going to go do this or meet this person. It was just rushed.
0: Yeah, and for the most part, I, I think a lot of times people come to Bioware games uh, to, like, they really come. They really come to immerse themselves in these worlds that this company creates because they they create very immersive experiences. And a lot of times, you know, they also did the Mass Effect series, and it's all about like creating your character and like. Taking on that character's persona, right? Like that's what it's all about. So, um, I, I'm interested. You're saying that this one, that Dragon Age Inquisition, which we can effectively call Dragon Age Three, you're saying you're saying that it goes back to kind of the return to form of one. I mean, is it also a like a turn based thing?
1: Um, it is. You can you can basically have your Inquisition be um, more evil or more good. Um, And you're basically building up an army, you know, in the first one and a little bit in the second one, but there really was no plot. Um, It's all about like this fade and in Inquisition, you have this power in your hands to close these fade rifts that you used to go to a lot. Cody, I know I'm nerding out. Just deal with it. Um, But you have this power in the third one, which basically makes everyone think you are a god. Um, so obviously there's all of the people in the chantry, which is like their religious, um, it's like, sector. It's like the mage
0: school, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they can either, you could pick like which, which I guess forces side with you, but I'll be honest, when I was playing, I had like everyone side with me so I could have the biggest army. Because um, we're all battling someone named Corypheus, who I still don't really know why he's so powerful. Um, nor do I care, because they usually put a very large box that I'm supposed to read. But he looks really scary. So, mm-hmm. And he has an archdemon of his own. So I guess that makes him my worst enemy.
2: Is the archdemon's name Boonivelza?
1: I don't think it's named, but that's um, very creative of you.
2: Could you call it Buna Velza?
1: If you'd like, I'll send you a screenshot of what it looks like after this, and you can tell me if that's legitimate.
2: I bet it looks like Buna Velza. Okay. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, I was having a seizure. What were we talking about?
1: <sighs> but yeah, it's uh. There's a lot to do. There's, I believe I read there's 100 hours of um, the main quest and 150... No, wait, that's too many. I think there's a total of 150 hours and, like, it's kind of split between the main quest and side quests.
0: So are you, like, the only person in the entire world that can seal these rifts? So you have to go, like, everywhere that there are... Okay. Correct. Okay.
1: Every land has, like, six rifts and when you first start the game... You think it's, like, the hardest thing in every land, but now you just do them to get free stuff and level up pretty much. Yeah, right on.
0: Okay. Uh, what kind of... So the other hallmark that I that I mentioned was, like, character development. And the first Dragon Age had, had some pretty memorable characters, for sure. Does this one mm-hmm. as well? I mean, is that kind of in there? And especially, like, Mass Effect, too. Mass Effect was all about awesome characters. So do you have a couple of yeah. those here, too?
1: I mean, I'll be honest, Alistar in Dragon Age 1, I'm still in love with. Um, when I was in high school, I was definitely in love with him. They made like a fake second Alistar named Colin, who's supposed to be the commander of your army. He literally has the exact same plot where he has like a lyrium addiction and was a Templar and got like beaten as a child. Really creative Bioware, sure. but I was fine with it. Um, and then your Inquisition, you can recruit, I think... It's like seven or eight people that you go find throughout the game pretty quickly. um, And you can have different relationships with all
2: of them. What do you mean relationships?
1: How did I know Cody was going to ask that? Um, You can have love interests in the game um, and they are all uh, predetermined already in the sense that you could literally go to Wikipedia and read who um, is into what to develop the plot for what you are looking to for. To bone there? them? Correct.
0: To bone them? How do <laughs> the I bone lot. them? Look
2: in Wikipedia. Wikipedia knows. So which is the most entertaining date you can take to the gold saucer? That's what we all really <laughs> want to know.
0: Okay. I would Okay, so what are you doing in this game? Like, what's, uh, you start off, and, like, there's, you just find out that you have a power, and then it's like, all yeah. right, go we'll seal these gates, like, that's lit, and then, like, along the way, you find a bunch of other stuff that happens, like a bunch of side quests, that's where you find them?
1: It's kind of, you know, I turned the game on, I literally got it the day it came out, because I think I've been waiting, like, six years for the next Dragon Age, because let's not say that Dragon Age 2 existed. Sure. You turn the game on and you get dropped into this land and you're like with this army fighting something and someone important dies. So I will say that the beginning was a little bit um, like over dramatic, like you don't really know what's going on. But then soon you realize that the whole world is in turmoil. Um, and that's when you kind of step up and create this inquisition. That starts as bare bones, and then as you kind of move along in the game, you get stronger and have an entire army under you.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a, All right. It's pretty exhausting. It's a lot <laughs> of responsibility. Being the leader
0: of an Inquisition,
2: yes, I would imagine it would be. Correct. Aren't you used to leading scores of Unsullied in things like that?
1: I thought I was dead.
2: You will be. Not yet. Probably. I don't know. I haven't finished book five to be continued.
1: Nor, yeah, no one's ever going to finish book five. It's okay.
2: <laughs> um, Do you, all right, this game from just the top level reminds me of Skyrim how, or an Elder Scrolls game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've played any of those. It's very you? similar. Is it? Okay. Because I I think running around in a giant midi, because like Skyrim people have played for like 400 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that game just never ends. So is this more of a finite game, or is it also one of these just, like, oh, I'm going to make a character, get him to level, like, 10,000 so he's a god, one-hit one, one hit kill dragons, and then just, like, run around? I don't know. Is that... What's the difference?
1: I'm only at level 23, and apparently that's, like, really high for the game. Um, so... Or maybe I'm completely wrong and someone will totally chew me out after this podcast, but um, I I don't think it's necessarily, like, leveling up in the sense like we would on Skyrim.
0: Yeah, I think Skyrim's kind of all about um, a lot of emergent gameplay, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you're just, like, walking through a field and then something comes up and is like, hey, I need help doing this, and then you, like, go do that, or you find like a house on the side of a hill and you enter the house and you like find out that there was something that went on there like you it's a lot more about like exploration and discovery i think the dragon age game is is dragon age games are kind of more just in general they're more scripted so like Mm -hmm. there's like there are set things that you will kind of like will be doing and that and that once they're done they're done and you can't do them again Whereas, right. whereas, exactly. whereas in, like, Skyrim, like, there's... Because of, like, apparently, I think the system they created, there's, like, an infinite number of things that you can do in that game. So there, I think they're slightly different in that. Also, Skyrim's a first-person adventure, which is much different than Dragon Age being third-person. Um, I think mm-hmm. just, like, fundamentally, there's a big difference there. Agreed. So, I and and Skyrim, I think, is... Like, BioWars games are, are pretty serious, but there's a there's an amount of, like, levity that happens in them too. I think Skyrim is like really self-serious, like really, really, really self-serious, at least from what I played of it. Cause like, Bioware is usually pretty good about putting a lot of humor in their games too.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, some of the characters are pretty hilarious. There's this one elf chick that literally is like completely crazy, but that's her charm. I think she's the most popular character, um, a lot of people like to have her on their team. They probably um, like to bone her. Yeah, I think she's into everything.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds about right. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but I mean, I mean, they just they write humor into a lot of their games. Is kind of what I'm getting at. And I, I just don't think that I don't think that Skyrim basically had like any. I don't think there was very very much humor at all in that game. Mm-hmm. I, it's just I think it's a little a slightly lighter. Of the thing. Oh, Have you, like, enjoyed playing it? Like, are you having fun with it?
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's definitely one of those games where, like, I do a bigger quest and then I'm able to kind of take a break. Um, there's a lot of things you can do where you can get perks um, and items if you send... Because within your Inquisition, there's three main people. There's the commander, um, there's Liliana, who does secrets, and I forget the other chick, uh, who's, like, your... Uh, God, I'm so bad at politics. But they're like the person that deals with all of the, the high up people and whatever. I think that would and, be the
0: president of the United States of America.
1: They're not the president. It's like it's the like, prime minister.
0: Know, the the of Dutch like the duchy
1: the duchy. Let's call it the okay. duchy. Um And she will go and all three of them you can send out on missions that might be like a 15 minute thing that literally takes 15 minutes or it's like a um, six to 12 hour task where nothing happens. But if you log back into the game, say the next day, like something will be done and a quest will be unlocked. So I think that's something different that they tried that. It kind of was one of those things that I was like, "Oh crap, gotta remember to like have them do stuff so the game will progress."
0: So, are we talking almost like a um, like a Farmville type thing, where like
1: yeah, totally. Yes. So you like you like
0: set yes. people off on like a quest and then come back in six hours of real yes. time and you've got like a bonus yes. or something.
1: Exactly. It was. I mean, that was like really hard for me to kind of fathom at first because I wasn't one of those Farmville addicts. So you know, there's a lot
0: of games that are implementing that kind of that kind of thing in their games though now. Like I I, like even Assassin's Creed Brotherhood is the first one that I can remember where it was like a big AAA title that put that mechanic in there because you could do that Mm -hmm. you could do that in that and then they've like had that in every single Assassin's Creed since. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It sounds, it sounds cool. It sounds like, it sounds like, uh, Dragon Age Origins again, which I honestly, I've played through Dragon Age Origins like three times because of how much I liked it.
1: Yes. It's so good. And unfortunately there are things I think about that one that really like, because Bioware spent so much time making that game as this like breakthrough, there are so many things that will always make that game the best one, but I do think that this third one, um they they've done a really good job and it's been really fun to play.
0: Yeah, they're probably you know, they've just been like trying to refine the formula and refine the formula and I think they just kind of Right. they kind of caught lightning in a bottle there and I don't think they realize just how good
2: of a game that they made when they made it. Mhm. So Totally. I'm uh, I'm still here by the way.
1: I don't think we need you.
2: You know, probably not. Um. Okay. So, did
0: your did your camera literally just die for no reason?
2: Yep, it <laughs> did. Are it you did. kidding me? It did. It, that is what happened.
1: I, I saw it like going in and out for a while. I thought you were doing that on purpose. No. Um, oh no. <laughs> Excellent. No, this is
2: the uh, actually. I'd like to play a. Uh, I'd I'd like to.
1: Is this where we start over? No,
2: no, 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 no. Things are fine. They may even be better without my actual. F- well, even though you can see my face now. No, your hair was I, your hair was terrible, and actually, you can't see your face now. Yeah, you always. We can't see you. Oh, it's very nice. Oh no, it's good. So, um, uh, we were. I, I was sent. Um, we're a member of the Gonna Geek Network uh, and uh, the Podcast Network slash Geeky Stuff Network. Uh, Stargate Pioneer is the name of a podcaster with the Gun and Geek Network and he's on he's on a couple different podcasts including Legends of Shield. And this is relevant because he they wished us well wishes on our 100th episode. So they were like, "Hey guys, congrats on 100 episodes, you know, like good luck with a great episode or whatever." And he sent me a clip of what they said, and I just want you to hear this.
0: And just a reminder again, Unqualified Gamers is on their 100th episode, so go ahead, give them a shout out on Twitter, go to their webpage, they have different places at UnqualifiedGamers.com or the Geek webpage at GunnaGeek.com and hit them up there, it'd be awesome. So 100 Podcasts, isn't that usually the mark for when it's time to have catastrophic equipment failures? Yep, yep, I th- I think... Uh,
1: Congratulations, guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Good
0: luck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so that happened. Um,
1: That's beautiful. That's awesome. So I don't
2: know whose fault this is, but I need to get a new webcam. Uh, th- oh, God. I don't... I'm done. It doesn't matter. So anyway, the audio listener... It doesn't matter to the audio listener anyway, because... They can't see us anyway, so that's that's fine, um, and and wonderful. What is what is your favorite thing about this game?
1: I think it's been nice that there's so much to do, um, and that it's not like lame stuff. Um, everything I've done has been pretty cool, and I'll always get like an item that's worth it, or um, it's always just like perfect timing. So I think it's really thought out well. Um, and like I said, I think I had been waiting for it so long after the first one that I had high hopes that it would entertain me, and it definitely has. That's true.
2: You definitely hated the second one. so
1: I still... Oh,
2: man. <laughs> the, the, problem, <sighs> the only problem I see, or potential problem I see with this game, is um, John and I talk a lot about how these days we like games you can kind of hop in and out of, like 10 or 20-minute play sessions. Which like was kind of game. the whole
0: reason why I said you and I would probably never be able to play this game.
2: Oh sure, and I, I I did have to take my headphones off to try to fix my webcam at some point, so I missed like a minute of this conversation, Um, and also wasn't.
1: Thank goodness we were talking about right. I
2: I, I wasn't. I mean, I kind of was tuning both of you out the rest of the time just by default. So um, you know that's that's just how it goes. But um, yeah, I don't know. Are there? But it sounds like so. If you're like activating things or whatever, can't you occasionally like? Isn't that the kind of thing where you can pop in and just like run into a castle and like I don't know, depant some guy and then uh and then activate it or whatever and then resurrect the seven dragon balls and then like you're good and it's like a half hour and you're you're good to go. And then you can go
1: Oh yeah. No, I think um that's actually one of the perks. I drop in and out all the time, whether it's like a super long day of playing or like literally twenty minutes where I just do the Farmville thing and I don't know, something very small. Um, I think that's something that they tried to do so you don't have to get completely sucked in every time you log into the game.
2: Yeah, do you think that's like they did a better job than the original Dragon Age? Because now that, like, now that, you know, America is becoming mobile and modernized and, you know, whatever the hell, all the buzzwords and things.
0: The original Dragon Age was not drop in and drop out at all. Like You you had, no, to, you had to like sit down and commit a significant chunk of time to basically get anything done.
1: Yeah, it's very true. I don't know why that's different in this one. Um, but like I said, they've added so many team members that you can now choose from. Um, it's not like you're traveling with the same group anymore and it's not like you're worrying about this humongous plotline. Everything is very siloed and you have the control to pop in and out of lands you've discovered and kind of do stuff you want if you get tired of the main quest.
2: That is so, totally awesome.
1: I thought that was actually really nice cuz I don't know, sometimes things happen and you have to close up a game and it's like you have to start all over again.
2: Right. How would you say how would you rate the ethics in the game's journalism in this game?
1: Um hmm. Do I start with rating your journalism first, or the game only? You
2: know, let's skip that question, actually. I think John had a question. Excellent. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've got nothing to add to that particular
0: conversation.
2: Okay. Well, here we are. Great. Great. Wonderful. And on a final question, what do you think of the new look of Frieza? You do real you,
0: you realize, Cody, that your questions literally added nothing to this conversation about this video game, like at all, right? Yeah.
1: I like do you do anything in this part? No,
0: he doesn't. That's what I've been saying for a hundred and three episodes.
1: It looks like you need a new host.
0: Yes, I know. I've been saying that for like a <laughs> hundred and two episodes.
2: I mean, you're welcome back. You 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 we have to invite you back because it it looks like you're trapped in an alternate dimension that is just a white box. <laughs> And I I think you're trapped somewhere, I think you're like trapped in like a like the like the glass two dimensional prison that uh, uh, all of Kal El's uh, fellow Kryptonians got trapped in at the end of Superman Two. I'm talking General Zod and I'll you know they were. Uh, Okay, so overall, so we always do a rating system on this podcast. We rate every single game from one to sixteen bits how many bits would you give dragon age inquisition origins to keep in mind this is, this is out of
0: 16 bits
2: yeah
1: and this is also number three right Kobe. that's what i said i'm glad you've been paying attention so, to i our eventually friendship.
2: said three i said two three
0: i mean that that means that it's got to have at least three bits right so i mean it's already got a leg
2: up
1: um so i'm supposed to read it
2: You're the one that played it. I I could rate it. I rate it 15 based on what I've heard. Oh,
0: my God. It gets docked
2: one point because I still don't know what you think about Frieza.
1: (laughs) There can never be too many Friezas. Let's just start there. Um, I would give it a 13.
2: 13, not 16.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really, really liked it, but um, I... I have many moments where my game glitches out on me. I don't know if it's because it's the PS4 version. No disrespect to PlayStation. um, But it literally glitches out all the time, especially when you're saving, and then you just have like the Apple, no disrespect to Apple, the Apple Wheel of Death, and then I lose my game. So I knock it off a few points. Wow,
2: that's not good. No.
1: And one of my favorite characters that I had a crush on not compatible with women, it was a big bummer. Ugh.
2: could you I know you, it was like, <sighs> could you play as a man? Could you replay the game as a man? And I mean, that's kind
0: of not that's kind of like the point of these Bioware games is to kind of play as the hero you want to play as, you know
2: Yeah,
1: but I've already invested like eighty four hours, so I think I need to break break up with this game and head on to Hyrule Warriors next. Oh
2: my God, yes
0: what a segue
2: it (laughs) you just assume (laughs) i'm going to talk about hyrule warriors next i did yeah i I I, kind of yeah i was going we
1: both kind of picked up on that
2: um that's 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 exciting um well thanks for joining us to talk about dragon age you you're welcome to stick around while we talk about hyrule warriors for for a minute or i don't know what kind of a hurry you're in
0: or you, or you could um. do literally anything else that would probably be more fun for you, to be perfectly <laughs> honest.
1: Um, I, I don't know.
2: Alright, if you've got know. a minute, we'll keep you against your will. Excellent. So, Hyrule Warriors... Right. Uh, you've continued to play this game, is what I, you're saying. Yes. Uh, John, okay, okay. So, I've been teasing for, for like three weeks now that I was going to make a video for our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Right? The video is made... It's it's in uh it's in it's in some Windows the v- version it's it's in um, CyberLink PowerDirector. Is this program I got? It's like I, a Windows I don't know version. What that is. It's a window like a Windows version of Final Cut. It's it's actually really pretty nice. Um, usually Windows video editing software is is stupid and and it's like well just get a Mac and give in. But it's it's kind of a cool program. Um, but anyway, so I finished editing like the video. All I have to do is add music and publish it. So I have like, right, like maybe 15 or 20 minutes of work to do to get it online. And I am so obsessed with Hyrule Warriors that I won't even take a break to post this video. So like, I can't even promise that it's going to be up this week because I'm completely obsessed with Hyrule Warriors.
0: A game that I will still maintain is more fun than it is good.
2: All right, Meredith John insists that Hyrule Warriors is a very fun game, but it is not a good game, which I mm-hmm. disagree with. Um, I don't know, man. It's real deep, and there's a bunch of new modes it's, coming. It's out. not
0: though. It's not real deep. Okay, we had well, we had this all right. discussion.
2: You, you unlock Again, stuff.
0: I yes, you you do, and that is a thing that happens, and that's awesome when you unlock stuff. It's it's not a complicated game at all. There's two it buttons.
2: It doesn't need to be. I, All I wanted to say about it is that I'm completely obsessed with it. And I, it was interesting to me because, uh, our good friend, Jamie Butterworth, it was his game of the year. And re- when I initially reviewed this game, I was like, the campaign levels are really long <sighs> They're like 45 minutes ish. And I can sit down and play one or two, but then I'm done. I don't want to play anymore. And Jamie said, wait till adventure mode, that's where the real game is. Then when I started playing adventure mode, he was completely right. And I just got completely hooked because some some maps are 5 minutes and some are 15 minutes. Now you are following in the footsteps. You told me specifically, you're like, I only want to play one or two levels at once. And then you're kind of over it, which is exactly how I felt. And you haven't really done much with adventure mode. And I'm interested to see, like, when you beat the game, I know you're not probably going to, like, have a burning desire to continue playing, but I just want to see what happens if you play a couple adventure mode levels and just see what happens. I will
0: see... 100% try adventure mode when I'm done with the campaign. 100%. Sure. But sure. but regardless of, like, I've played Dynasty Warriors games before, I know that there are no, like, fundamental differences to the gameplay like they but might you, of, they might introduce like a new rule to the battlefield or something but it's not going to like change
2: the interaction with enemies but you but i but i haven't seen you play a dynasty warriors game right so like i've never been in the room with you when you played a dynasty warriors game i have no idea
0: what you're saying
2: so i'm saying that you you haven't like you think you have played a Dynasty Warriors game, but I can neither confirm nor deny that. So I'm supposed to prove it? So, no. So let's say I'm a nihilist, right? That means I don't believe that you exist or that Dynasty Warriors exists until I see you play it physically. It's like quantum physics, right? Or like Schrodinger's Box. Have you have you read... um? Oh, what's it called? The play. The Tempest? No, the uh. The, cru- the Crucible. No. The um. Oh my god, what's it called? The one about Fermat's Last Theorem. The uh. <sighs> Alright, you know what? I lost it. For- Meredith, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Oh yeah, completely. See, thank you.
2: Okay, great. Mm-hmm. All right. What I'm saying is, John. Okay. Uh, you, all right. Listen, the mini bosses are really easy, right? You can kill a Poe very easily. Use dodge and like attack, okay? Or like a Skeletor or whatever they're called, Stalfos rather, right? They're really easy. But in adventure mode, sometimes you'll be fighting like Lana or some other like main character. And, and then you'll and then you'll dodge and
0: then you'll attack her when uh, you. dodge? No,
2: because there are literally six Poes on the screen. With a horde of enemies <laughs> and the main character you're fighting. And it's like, you're just basically trying to move and not die. And then occasionally get in a really cool attack. It's just It just gets better. It gets better. That's all I have to say. I'm, you were right. No, fundamentally the gameplay does not change. But I, I am
0: it. not having a bad time with the game. If I was, I would not continue to play it. I recognize that it is a fun game. <laughs> I also recognize that it is not a good game. And I'm trying to explain to you how that is possible. Because it is possible. And it is, in fact, true with this game. And that is okay. Like, games like this need to exist. They do. There is a place for them. There is.
2: All right, we agree to disagree. That's fine. That's fine.
1: Those are good airplane games.
2: Oh God! Yeah, I wish it was on DS so badly. There
0: you go. It's it is a game where you can literally just turn your brain off and mash some buttons, and you can be successful at it, and that can be fun. Um,
2: yeah, that's fine. Okay, we well, literally that's... had this
0: discussion last week, so okay, well, we're not I'm not going to have anyway, it Anyway,
2: that's all I have done with my free time. And will what have you played? Any? Do you have an update? Or you know, played?
0: you know. So I played more Hyrule Wars, like we just talked about. Um, I uh. I just got the master sword, and it made me kill stuff even faster because that was something I needed to be able to do. Because um, I wasn't killing stuff fast enough; like I was only getting up to like twenty two hundred kills on a level. Now I get like to twenty six hundred kills, so I'm, I'm way better, I'm way better now. Um, God, I fucking hate that game, but I'm going to keep playing it because I'm having because <laughs> I'm having fun with it. Uh,
1: and science, and
0: science for whatever reason. So, um, yeah, She's and. Right. And, you know, I, I will talk about this next week because I have a lot to say about it. But I got invited to the Heroes of the Storm closed beta, which is Blizzard's answer to League of Legends and Dota. Um, and I started to fool around with that. And it is very different from those two games. And so I'll have a lot to say about that next time.
2: Well, all right. Hmm. Um, Sounds intense. Yeah, it does. I have a deep,
0: deep, deep passion for League of Legends. Uh, and it's a game that like I can't play much at all anymore because I just don't have the time. But when I did play that game, I played that game a lot. So mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of like looking for experiences like that that uh, I may have the chance to play. And Heroes of the Storm might actually fill that niche because the game's... In League of Legends, games can last from start to finish like an hour between picking your, picking your champions and then going into the, into the actual game and playing it. It can take like an hour. But Heroes of the Storm takes, on average, it seems about 15 to 25 minutes. Uh-oh. So it's a much smaller, shorter experience. Is this going to be your new Hearthstone? Maybe. I hope so. I'll talk about it next
2: week. Alright, that works. Um there's one other thing I did that I should probably mention that's kind of like a very very cool video, video game, game related thing, yeah. You yeah, should probably
0: talk about that.
2: I should pro did you even remember that I did this? You did tiny you did the itty bitty bit bash. Oh, okay, okay, you did then. Okay, so uh, listen last summer I went to an, an event called BitBash and it was a bunch of indie games um, basically in the threadless t shirt warehouse like Threadless headquarters opened up to all these indie developers and I got to play a bunch of games. I got to test the Oculus Rift for the first time. Um, it was pretty cool or whatever. So, uh, the Bitbash like crew put together an event called Itty Bitty Bash. They only had eight games at this and it was in a bar in downtown Chicago. And I played six of those eight games. I actually took video, uh, on my phone. So it's, crappy quality or whatever but that's fine i took video of these games and i'm going to be posting miniature reviews of them on our youtube channel as soon as i can tear myself away from hyrule warriors for three minutes um so don't get your hopes up for me to review them particularly soon um but i I played a a weird game with like that's up to 13 player 11 or 13 players it's crazy game called a fistful of gun that,
1: That's an awesome name. Right? It's
0: got a pretty good name.
2: Yeah, that was it was pretty interesting. Um, so feel free to, to Google that if you want, you know, to learn about that. I played an eight-player game. It was four v four, called Worm Ball, uh, like worm, like worms. And it was this interesting game where you, you just play as worms that kind of twirl around a ball. Um, that was kind of interesting. What was cool about this itty bitty bash was that all the games were eight players or more. Except one of them was two players, but the majority were eight or more players, and that included a lot of, like, four-on-four multiplayer, which is super cool, because, like, they're really good party games, and some of them, even with just up to four players, were amazing local multiplayer games. It was, like, it was crazy, because, you know, like, the world is not all about local multiplayer anymore, unless you're Nintendo. No one really focuses on that, but these were indie games that really focus on good local multiplayer experiences, and that was really cool. So Wormball is worth checking out, and a Fistful of Gun are worth checking out. Um, there was another game called Extreme Exorcism, that was um, kind of like a just a simple 2D platformer fighting game, basically. Uh, there was a game called uh, uh, Lethal League, which was just a uh, four-player fighting game.
0: I've heard of that game.
2: Really. Yeah. Um, yeah, by Team Reptile. And you play as these monsters or whatever, but you don't actually damage each other. You you spike basically a volleyball at each other to do damage. And there's this like high-velocity volleyball that you have to hit at each other, and if it hits you, you die. So it's got an interesting game mechanic, and it, it was pretty fun for a couple runs. And it's four-player, but it's like the size of a Street Fighter stage, so you're kind of close together. That was really fun. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about Lethal League. And then there was this weird two-player game called Slam City Oracle's, and um, you just you just blow stuff up basically. It's 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 a weird game that I can't even really describe. So you'll have to watch my video review. Um, the one game I want to mention in actual detail, uh, slightly on this podcast, that I will definitely post a video of is called Speedrunners by Double Dutch Games, and this was to me easily the most fun game of of itty bitty bash and Speedrunners is um there's four of you and it's a side-scrolling platformer and you have to run as fast as you can basically the camera does pan out a little bit like in smash brothers but if the person in front gets far enough of the person in back then the person in back essentially dies So the idea is you're running through this this speedrunning course, and you just want to get as far in front as possible, but it loops around like a track. So, like, you'll run to the left at the start of the stage, and you drop down, run to the right for a while, and then you go back up and then go to the left. So there's a little bit of verticality to it as well, Um, and it was so fun. Uh, my friend Blake and I uh, went and we were playing and he was just like, yeah, like really gives you an adrenaline rush because you're trying to get ahead of everybody. Um, there's a couple power-ups you can get along the way. And it was, it was just like the coolest local multiplayer experience I've had in a long time. So um, so look up Speedrunners if you can. I will be posting by Double Dutch Games. I'll be posting a video to our YouTube channel at some point. I'll probably do that one, hopefully do that one first because it's, it's my favorite one in the of the event but it was super cool so like um yeah local multiplayer for the win now i now i need her friends and uh and uh hey meredith hyrule warriors has a two-player co-op did i mention that
1: oh i'm busy every day <laughs>
0: dude she's a girl she's got to wash her hair
2: oh my god that's right right i wash my hair every day you never compliment me john you're right, that's
0: your hair looks like sh. I've told you that every single time we record. <laughs> all
2: right. Listen. Meredith, you saw my hair yesterday. Scale of 1 to 16. Bits.
1: You know, I don't like grown-up Cody. I like Vegeta hair
2: Cody. Oh, you liked when I went Super Saiyan all the time? Yeah. Okay, I'll see what I can do. But I can't do that until I know what you think of the new Frieza. Have you not seen the new Frieza, John? Have you tell me you've seen the new Frieza? I didn't know there was a new Frieza. He's gone. Yeah, I
1: feel like did this happen like today? I literally was just watching YouTube. I mean, did of like, like
0: did, did the internet blow up like Kim Kardashian? Like, what are we talking about here?
1: Yes, seriously. it was not.
0: It was not
2: trending on Twitter. Hello? It was trending on Facebook. <sighs> There's an. There's an.
1: Cody, you hate Facebook, and for the record, I just tagged us in doing this post, and your mom liked it immediately, Cody. Yay!
0: Who the hell looks at
2: Facebook trends?
1: I. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna look right now. Frieza. I
2: have to be on Facebook. I work in social media, and on the right it says trending, and I click. There's a new Dragon Ball Z movie coming out, and they released a trailer. No. (laughs) What? Yes, there there is. The proper
0: response, though.
2: They're making a new Dragon Ball Z movie, and they're bringing back Frieza with the Dragon (gasps) Balls, and his new form is gold and shiny.
1: No, not the gold dress thing. No, he
2: looks like the Oscars.
1: No, thanks for ruining my life once again. Well,
2: alright. Okay. Alright, well, I'll work on Dragon Ball Zing my hair, and uh, just forget about Frieza. Forget about Frieza.
1: I can't find this trailer.
2: Okay, I'll send it. I'll ping it to you. Oh, he is gold, right? See,
1: wow! Breaking
2: news on unqualified gamers: the new Frieza is. Oh my gold.
1: god, that just came in my headphones. I'm glad no one heard that. That was really loud.
2: <laughs> Whoops.
1: Well, hey. Whoops.
2: Well, that's um that playing really of... well for the
0: audio listeners, for sure.
2: Yeah, it exactly <laughs> always plays well for the audio listeners. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, that's um. That was very cool video game news. And I guess before we wrap up, because real life is a thing that happens sometimes too. uh, Congratulations, John on keeping a human being alive for 365 days.
0: Yeah, that was, that was definitely a thing that happened this weekend. We had my son's first birthday party and uh, we expected like, we invited 35 people and we expected, you know, like there to not be 35 people there. And there were 35 people there. So It was really busy, Uh, like incredibly busy, but it was really fun. And my son got so tired that he fell asleep on the back of a truck while we were like driving it around. Like he just, he was out. So it was fun. It was, it was a really good time.
2: Well, happy birthday to Max.
0: I'll let him know. He doesn't like you though.
2: Well, good taste. Good taste. Obviously. God, I know that. Um, Has anything exciting happened in your life recently, Meredith? Uh,
1: Cody and I had lunch at Corner Bakery yesterday.
2: That was exciting. It was really (laughs) exciting because I got... I
1: definitely was so... I am going to say this one, Cody. I definitely am still confused at Corner Bakery and Cody because they had a truffle hot chocolate which makes absolutely no sense like a a mushroom
2: Um, hot chocolate
1: that's what i said like and cody got one of course i got a
2: truffle mocha and it tasted like i was eating shrooms at work
1: that doesn't
2: i i don't actually know what that would taste like but i did get the truffle mocha and it was real good Mm -hmm. so there's Mm -hmm. that um so there's that all right well Mm -hmm. um We'll, uh, we'll wrap up, but... That's um, good, because I don't really want to know what you did over the good. week. Good. I didn't do anything. Uh, so, listen. Um, check out UnqualifiedGamers.com for all our episodes, and um, you can. there's a how to listen, little tab thing that'll tell you how to subscribe and all that if you want to listen to stuff. And um, please check us out on YouTube if you'd like to see John and Meredith, and not me, because my webcam broke halfway into this because garbage. Thank you, Microsoft LifeCam. I hate you. Um... If you uh, are listening and you work for a company that uses webcams or sells them or manufactures them, I would love for you to send me it and I will review it and I will definitely give it very positive reviews as long as it doesn't break in the middle of an episode that I'm doing. So there's that. And um, on a final note, a final promotional note, get ready for this. Uh, we at Unqualified, Gate, well, kind of, John and I are debuting a new we're gonna we're gonna shoot we're good, we're exploring a new project this week. We are going to shoot a pilot episode of a non-video game related uh, series, and uh, we're gonna record it Thursday. So keep an eye on our YouTube channel; it may end up there. This will not be an audio podcast format, so the only place you'll be able to find this new venture is on our YouTube channel. So keep an eye on it. Uh, if it really sucks, we probably won't even post it, but I doubt that it will. So, uh, yeah, the big tease. Um, Thursday, March 5th, 2015, John and I are going to do a thing, and uh, it'll be interesting. And I don't want to give too much away, but, but check that out. Check out our YouTube channel this weekend, and uh, maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised. I should get a new webcam before that. You should There's probably, a lot.
0: You should probably do that. We're probably going to need I, you to... To be able to be seen. Uh, Meredith, thank you for joining us. I apologize for Cody. And I John, do that- I can't
2: even hear you. Your microphone is up. I do that for... I was saying,
0: <laughs> Meredith, thank you for joining us. I apologize for Cody. And I do that for
2: all of our guests.
1: I had a lot of fun. Thank you.
2: Meredith, you're awesome. You're welcome back anytime. John, I'm not so sure about. You're stuck with me, bud. Am I? Mm-hmm. Yep. Why? Why? You just,
0: why you because it's our show you you're stuck with me why i can't i can't end the show i i can't end it
2: why looks like you're stuck with me kakarot <laughs>